I don't need a virtual assistant, do I? Oh, maybe you do. Hi, and welcome back, beautiful writers. I'm Autumn Bardot, and here you will find quick tips, author tools, and hopefully even a little bit of inspiration. Today we're going to discuss whether or not you need a virtual assistant. And I'm not talking about your phone either, although it is very useful. Mm -hmm. The show notes are at Club Autumn. And I would also love if you would check out my other group with another writer. It's called Write Better, Author Smarter. Do you need a virtual assistant? To be honest, wait, I'm always honest with you guys. I always keep it real. 10 years ago when people were discussing their virtual assistants, I'm thinking, um, no, what do I need one of those for? Flash forward 10 years and I'm thinking, ah, I need an assistant. I didn't think I would ever possibly need a virtual assistant. That was 10 years ago and 11 books ago and a lot less social media ago before we get started on whether you need a virtual assistant, I'm going to explain exactly what they are. Sort of, kinda. It's VA for short. That's what you see on Facebook groups, that they're VA. That's virtual assistant. It's someone who helps you virtually with all the online stuff. It can be Instagram, Facebook, Facebook groups, your pages, tweets, Pinterest, anything you probably have an app for. I've got way too many apps. Ah! They can create graphics. They can post your stuff. They can even write blurbs or taglines if you want. They can answer emails, put together your newsletter, finding beta readers and sending out arcs and help you with all the posts that you would like to make, you intend to make, but somehow time flies and you just don't get to it. They can even help you with hunting down comparable titles, comparable covers, or articles that you want to post on Facebook. All the stuff that you just don't have the time for, maybe, or even the inclination. Basically, you and your virtual assistant work out exactly the parameters of what you want them to do. So, do you need a virtual assistant? I knew I finally had to get one when I just realized that I needed to be doing a lot more posting and I just did not have any more time. Just, oh, it just takes a minute or it just takes a minute added up to like hours, hours that I didn't have because I work full time and I have a commute and I don't have somebody who brings in the groceries. Mm -mm. That would be really nice. Mm. All the social media stuff was eating up whatever authoring time, writing time that I did have. And that's when I decided, you know what? I could use a virtual assistant. How do you know if you need one? Perhaps you have a job that just takes up a bulk of time and doesn't provide you enough hours in the day to get all that authoring stuff that you would like done. And you know what? That job can be uh, mothering as well. Yes, it can. That's a job. You also need to be able to afford a virtual assistant. I know, such a small thing, right? <sighs> yeah, you need the budget. Isn't that always the thing? You might need a virtual assistant if you are not good at doing certain things, perhaps creating graphics or doing the posting, 
or answering newsletters. I use a lot of really cool apps like Pic Collage to do a lot of quick on the spot graphics and then I send them to my virtual assistant. She also knows how to make them as well. So we will swap them back and forth or I'll take one and I'll see it. I'm like, mm, that's not my vibe and I'll change it up a little bit. But some people don't want to have to deal with that. And that's another reason where you can use a virtual assistant. If you have limited writing time and you need to focus on writing, not all of the other authoring stuff, then a virtual assistant might just be the exact thing you need. You need some kind of helping hand somewhere doing something. My time is spent working and creating content for this YouTube channel, editing the YouTube channel and writing and then managing some of the groups that I manage. And so it just got out of control. So I just needed a helper. And then sometimes that little thing called life gets in the way of you doing everything that you want to do. As I said before, all those little, it just takes a few minutes and it just takes a few minutes and it just takes a few minutes add up to hours that you don't have. I give my virtual assistant a certain task. Sometimes that shifts weekly with what I think I need. For example, when I learned that I could put all of my videos on Goodreads, I thought, oh, that's great. And it doesn't take much time. But it does because I have like 75 videos. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't do all that. So one of the first things I had her do, she spent about five or 10 minutes a day loading up my videos until I was all caught up. Now I can load them myself because I'm only loading up one a week and I assign a certain budget for the month. She's very fast. I know she works fast. I've seen her at work. <laughs> And I tell her when you've gone over that time, over that allotted amount that I have budgeted for a virtual assistant, tell me. Sometimes I'm only a few days short. She's really good at take parceling out what needs to be done as well. And then she will text me and she'll say, did you need me to do this? I ran up to the end of the budget. And then I'll say, oh yeah, I really need that done. Go ahead, I'll pay you more. Before hiring a virtual assistant, you want to make sure to vet them. You're the boss here, right? Look at what they've done for what you want to do. So if it's tweeting or Facebook posting or sharing or whatever it is, how does it look on their end? Get references. I knew my virtual assistant very well and I asked her, do you want to be my virtual assistant? And she said, yes. So that worked out really well because I already knew what she did and how fast she was at everything. So before hiring a virtual assistant, look at their own stuff. Is it good? Do you like it? Are you impressed? If you like what you see, then interview them. Ask a series of prepared questions. Ask for referrals. Here's the thing with referrals. People will use their friends as a referral. We know because we've all done that. So, mm, just saying, be careful with that as well. Next, you want to set up the parameters and expectations. And they're your expectations. Make sure they're reasonable. Saying, I want to sell 5,000 books because you posted a few tweets isn't really realistic expectation. No. And a good VA will tell you that. But setting up the parameters and expectations is super important. 
I tend to be a stickler on certain things. So if she creates a graphic or something, I say, run it by me. And that's quick. She sends me a text. I look at it. I'll go, hmm, yeah, no, or I want to say it this way. Super quick. The next thing you want to do is have a trial period, especially if you don't really know the person or you're just not quite sure of the person. Most jobs have a trial period. That way, if it doesn't work for you, if it's not what you expect it, or you're unhappy with the virtual assistant's work, you can get out of it very nicely by just saying, you know, this virtual assistant thing isn't really working for me. I'm going to have to rethink this. Then no hard feelings. And you really don't want to leave any hard feelings because your virtual assistant will have all your passwords or at least the ones you gave to them. So remember, if you fire, have a blow up with your virtual assistant and they have all of your passwords, you're going to have to change all of those passwords. That's why the trial period works really well. Have you figured out if you need a virtual assistant yet? For me, the two biggest factors were what I needed them to do for me and the budget. I have the money to budget that out and it has been a lifesaver and taken a lot of stress off of me. I wasn't really good at doing certain things or I just saw things as chores. It's taken a lot of stress off of me, especially with those things where I knew it was just me having to put in links and things and I just didn't have any more time. And I already worked till 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be doing this to 11. I need a little bit of downtime. It took away a lot of stress. And I really hope my VA wants to do this for a while because if she doesn't, I just feel like I keep adding things and every month I'm just like, oh, and I need you to do this too and, and do this too. So it's really been working out well. If you haven't already, I would love if you would hit that subscribe and notify button. That really helps me get the free content out there. So please hit that subscribe button. Also, I am very happy to announce the magic of symbolism. Enrich your words with hidden meaning is out May 6th. It's $2.99. That's less than a cup of coffee for the ebook and $9.99 for the paperback. It's a quick guide, a springboard meant for you to leap high and dive into powerful word choices. That's it for today, folks. I will see you next week when I'm going to discuss a rather gritty subject. I hope you'll join me then. As always, writers, dream create and embrace. Bye-bye.